Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136. Here's your feedback host, Mike Faust, on 830 AM WEEU. I'm not surprised, not everything lasts. I've broken my heart so many times I stopped keeping track. Talk myself in, I talk myself out. I get all worked up, then I let myself down. I tried so very hard not to lose it. I came up with a million excuses. I thought I thought of every possibility. Welcome back to Feedback on WEEU, 830weeu.com. My guest this morning is a well-established realtor since 1992 with experience selling residential real estate in the surrounding Berks County area. And listen to this stat. He's closed 1,500 real estate transactions and counting. And let's welcome to Feedback Brad Weissman. He's a realtor from Keller Williams Platinum Real Estate in why I'm missing Brad happy Friday absolutely yeah. so real estate and you know what that's actually a good lead-in song oh, dude. I haven't met you yet well you asked me you asked me about music or yeah. what to play and I, I think I told you Billy Joel Elton John and Michael Bublé so when I heard you start playing that I was like very happy yeah, and you have a, uh, a little moniker saying that uh, you tell your buyer clients when they don't get the home they offer on says, your home just hasn't found you, you yet. yet. It's exactly you right. You know what I mean? That just fits in. Absolutely. It's where I got it from. I love it. All right. So real estate, this is more than a transaction. This is a life-changing experience. First off, mm-hmm. I remember when we worked together, was it the late 80s? Yeah. Yeah, it was the late 80s, early 90s. Early yeah. 90s, right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, how did you get into it? And tell us your story, Brad. Oh, this is, <laughs> it, It's not a real interesting story, I have to tell you. Uh, no, what happened? I was in music. I mean, I've been uh, in music my whole life. I was on Star Search in 1990 uh, with Ed McMahon and that whole thing. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and what happened, my dad looked at what I was doing and I wasn't making a lot of money. Uh, even though I met at McMahon, you know, you still don't make money. Um, so <laughs> here's Johnny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was no, there was no cash involved. Yeah. So what happened is I, my dad said to me, you got to find something to, you know, as a backup, you got to find something to do that you're going to be able to make money just in case this whole music thing doesn't work on, work out. So when, when he said, I said, well, what am I going to do? Well, what, do you have any ideas, dad? I mean, I had a ponytail. Back, down the back of you know, my back. Okay. Yep. So who's hiring this guy to do anything to make money at that point? And my dad said, why don't you try selling in, in sales? I said, why would you think I would use sales? And he said, well, you've sold me on every toy you've ever wanted. That's exactly what he said to me. I'll, I'll never forget. And I said, well, okay. I didn't realize that. Um, but so what do you think I should sell? And I'm thinking cars, you know, I was thinking oh, I'd be fun to sell cars. He goes, how about real estate? I'm like, real estate. Are you kidding me? I'm like, that's like a real profession. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're talking the guy with a ponytail? The guy with a ponytail actually selling real estate? Who's going to buy from <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, yeah. right? So, you know, he said to me, and I'll, and I'll forget this. He said, um, find out what it costs to get your real estate license and what it costs for school. And he said, and um, it, whatever it costs, I'll pay for it. 
He said, but if you don't pass, you pay for it. Oh, wow. I said, oh, boy. okay. And you know what? That gives you a lot of motivation. Sure. I mean, now, mind you, that was in 1991 because I got my license in 92. So that was in 1991. So in 92, I get my license and I didn't have to pay my dad back, which was a, a great thing. Um, so that's that's how it started. And, you know, I never thought this would be my career. Um, but you know what? I, I, I As I do soul searching now and think about when you turn 50, you start thinking about sure. a lot of things in your life and you look back and you try to figure out what got me here? How am I at this point? And one of the things is that I think the passion that I had for music ended up transferring to another thing. And then I have the passion in this business that I've had for now 28 years. And those 28 years went fast, huh? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, you said you've been here, what, 26 years, 27? I'm 27 years. Yeah. yeah. So it does. It's like, where does it go? It really does. It flies by. Also, uh, Robin yeah. Williams told a very similar story. His dad said, you got to have a backup thing. If this comedy thing doesn't work out, you know what his backup plan was, Bill? What was that? Be a welder. Really? His dad wanted him to be, be a, welder. a welder. Yeah, so become different. a welder because he, he would always have work, he thought. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. By the yeah. way, what was the song? Just to make it to Star Search, what was the song? It was uh, Against All Odds was the song I sang, Phil Collins. Yep. I, I you have no right yep. to ask me how I feel. Yep, yep. He no, did actually, better than I did. He, <laughs> that, yeah, so that's the, I sang Against the Odds, and uh, and then the next time, I actually won the first show, and, oh, and, wow. the, and the person that I beat on Star Search is still a very good friend of mine. I just talked to him two days ago. His name is David Raleigh. He's out of New York City. He's still an amazing musician. He does it full-time. Um, and then the next week after that, I came back and I got beat then from there. And that song was your song by Elton John, which oh is actually gosh. one of my oh favorites. Yes, yes, yes. You told me you like Elton oh, John. Wow. By the way, I was singing separate lives. That, that you was were singing the wrong song. I didn't want to say anything. Against all odds. Yeah. No, you're just a nice guy. Yeah. But, I, I, how I does like the against all odds go? Give us, give us uh, oh, 20 gosh. seconds. I'll put okay. you on the spot. Oh no. Yeah. I, now I got to think of it. Give me a, give me a little time. I'll take it. Yeah, give yeah, us, yeah, give yeah, me yeah, like yeah. a Cause I just had it in my head. Maybe we'll come out with it. All right. Let's talk about, cause Brad, this is something I don't think any of us have seen. Let's recap. This is the fast-moving real estate market. Have we ever seen? This is the fastest in how many years? In 28 years. As, as, as far as I've been in business, it's the, the, uh, the fastest-moving market I've ever seen. It's in, and it's interesting because a lot of the agents that we have coming in that are new will talk to us and say, well, you know, you've been doing this for 28 years. What did you do last time when it was like this? And I'm like, it, this is new. One of the wonderful things about our business is that there's never the same market twice, the identical market. Um, and we're in a market now that is, it's, it's not fun for buyers. Um, it's fun for sellers. Uh, they're having a blast. Because yeah, because it's, it's almost like they're calling all the shots, right? They're holding Absolutely. the good cards. Oh, they have really the four good. aces. They got four aces every time. Yeah. Yeah, almost but, every But time. it's not just a seller's market, is it? And you're going to give us some tips today for the buyers as well. Absolutely. Yes. Do you want me to do that now? Or well, finish the seller's market. The thought. seller's market thing. So what the, the seller's market thing, What I, it's my theory that I've made up is I call it a greedy seller's market. And I'm not being mean to sellers. And I'm not saying all sellers are like that. But we've had seller's markets and we've had buyer's markets. This is what this is becoming a greedy seller's market. And what I mean by that is that if you have four offers coming in on your house, okay, and you have they're all over full price and you have 10 more showings set up for the next day. You know, it might be a good idea to look at those four offers that are over full price and maybe accept one of those instead of keep wait- they they keep waiting for better. And there's not always better. And and you got to look at the ones you have in hand and really consider that you could have 10 showings tomorrow and not get anything. And now you just ticked off four offers that were over full price. So it, it, that's the thing that you just have as a seller and and like I said I I, I love all my sellers, but 
just be careful. You got to really be careful and sit back and go, wow, how, how great do we have it right now? So don't risk losing those four offers above the asking price because you're saying, hey, well, look, I, it, we know about the inventory right now. Better, yeah. Can we make another ten grand here, Brad? Yeah. You I, know? And, and they see money signs, right? Dollar bills. Oh, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, what advice, with all that being said and laid out for us, what advice, Brad Weissman, do you have for home buyers? For home buyers, um, just be patient. Be very patient. I mean, there's that's one of the biggest things right now. It it you have to explain building the expectation is the, is the biggest thing. When they come into the office or when I talk to them on the phone for the first time, you really, really, really got to build that expectation of saying, "Hey, this is going to be a different process than what mom and dad went through." Okay, this is going to be a a process that's maybe not going to be as fun. It's going to be some ups and downs, and and it's going to be a little upsetting at times. But just know this. I have not worked with a buyer through this market that has not eventually found a home that they loved. So there's light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to be patient. Have people saved more money for the down payment because of the market and because they're being a little more conservative right now, Brad? I, there's money coming out of closets, I think, or something. I don't know where the money's coming from because in the past, we've had to have seller assist. We've had to have um, you know, all kinds of – it always seemed that people didn't have enough money. All of a sudden, money's coming in from all these directions. And, it, and I think it, it kind of is a parallel also with COVID. Um, not that we want to bring up the bad C word. Um, but, you know, a lot of it has to do with that. And I think what's happened is, we, you know, when you can't go out to dinner, when you can't vacation, when you can't travel, when you can't do these certain things, there's money left over. I mean, you know, you start thinking about what you saved without going out to dinner, without going to on vacations. It's a lot of money. So I think what's happening is people are saying, you know what? If I'm going to have to spend in the future more time in my home, I want my home to be the best it can possibly be. That could either mean fixing it up or selling it and improving. Do you remember 2008 too, Bill, with the staycations oh. when the oh, yes. economy went south? <laughs> right. People were like, okay, let's put the deck on. Yeah. Let's get the fire pit. Yeah. Let's have the uh, the pond with the waterfall oh, on yeah. it. We're going to have – it's almost like you're adding another – a room. It's an outdoor room. And yeah. they were just staying at home. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Is this a good market, Brad, for people who typically buy houses and then flip them real quick? Um, you know, you can make, I always say this and, and you'll listen to any expert that talks about real estate and I'm definitely not an expert. I just go by my experience, but you can make money in real estate in any market, whether it's up or it's down. It's all about where you buy it, what price you buy it at, and um, and how how smart you are about knowing what you can sell it for. Um, so you just have to really do your numbers, and you can't get emotional when you're buying real estate as as an investment. There should be no emotion involved at all. It is strict numbers. If you have to walk away from a property because of five hundred dollars, you walk away from the property. If it's something you're going to live in, you don't walk away from a property that's five hundred dollar difference. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the place you're going to spend time in. Sure. And you live. You're going to make memories there. You know that's what you do. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Brandon Moyer of Made to Be Clean Cleaning Services. They use low toxic cleaning solutions to make your home or office clean and healthy. Made to Be Clean, your hive, our purpose. 484 509 7197. So what do we need to know about pre-approval and what does it mean when you get all your ducks in a row when we're talking about real estate? Ducks in a row in real estate and pre-approvals. I, I can't stress enough 
for the buyers to make sure that they have a good, solid pre-approval. Uh, I really can also stress in this market, make sure it's a local lender. Please don't use, you know, I mean, on <laughs> Quicken or any of those other uh, uh, companies that are online. They do a great job. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, they can get you a mortgage. The problem is, is that when you're when there is an issue, if something comes up, you need to be able to do this. You need to be able to look somebody in the eye and go, "Come on, what's going on here? You know, um, how, how do I make this work?" Um, so it's really good. And also what I've found when you have these competing offers, it's amazing what happens when you have these competing offers coming in and there's four agreements. Let's just say that they're all vanilla. They're all the same. They're all vanilla. One of them is a local lender. The other three are online. Which one do you think the seller is going to take? And which one do you think I as a realtor is going to say that's the safest bet? You're going to say take the local one. You got it. That makes sense. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. What, it does. What, what does the buyer usually want to do? Do they? Do buyer, they... The buyer usually wants to go by interest rates. Well, the, yeah. Yeah, the reality is this: right. they all have the same rates. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. they're all buying. They're all buying the money from the government anyway. It's all sure, Fannie Mae, sure. Freddie Mac. Yep, right. they're all buying at the same rate. The thing that I tell buyers: it, it's not as important about the rate as it is, as it is about the fees. If uh, somebody's giving you a quarter point or a quarter point would be crazy, an eighth of a point less on a rate. You got to look at the fees because I can almost guarantee you you're paying for that rate somewhere. Good it's, point. It's not. This isn't Christmas, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. It's just it's just the way it is. Tell us more about interest rates because don't we have forty year historic oh. low interest rates? And how important is that for someone who's buying a home? Maybe their first home. Buying power. I mean, the interest rates. Uh, you know, they're low. I mean, if you have a credit score, I was just talking to Justin Perella yesterday. He's a guy that I have on my podcast. And by the way, I do have a podcast. Yeah, tell Am I allowed to say something about are. that? You okay. Go ahead. Yeah, the, the podcast I have is called Real Estate and You. It's on Facebook. Um, I do a podcast like every 10 days. I bring in lenders. I bring in appraisers. I bring in inspection people, whatever. And just kind of do what we're doing right now, Mike. Um, just talk about what's going on in the real estate world and what can we do to make your transaction go smoother. So that's that's my little plug for Real Estate and You. So what was the question again now? I gotta about get back. the historic low interest yeah, so, rates. Back to interest rates. The the interest rates um, are at uh, all time lows. I mean, they're under three percent. Um, rates now are credit driven, different than they were before. So, just like buying a car, actually, I don't know if you know this, but even your your, your car insurance and homeowners insurance is credit driven now too. If you get a rate and and you're looking for the lowest rate, if your credit score is under like a seven forty. You're probably not going to get, get the best rate, but you know what that means. You might get instead of getting instead of getting two point um, five, you're going to get two point seven five, which is amazing. which is still amazing. Oh, I word. mean, you go back to the 1980s, Brad, and you look at uh, double digits, yeah, like twelve percent, fourteen percent, Bill. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. No. I know it's getting longer as we get older. Well, but for us, it for us, it wasn't that long, that long ago. ago. <laughs> but look at that now: a thirty-year interest oh, yeah. rate, a mortgage. Under three percent, yeah, that is unheard of in my lifetime. It is, and, and and it's not that it's just. And you, every once in a while in the past, it would just do like a little dip under three. Yes, this is maintaining under three. Wow, that we are at under three for more than you know six weeks now. Um, now, like I said, you have bad credit score. You're not going to see that under three. Maybe you might be three point two five or something. Do they still have PMI, wow. the the insurance, yeah, the mortgage yeah, insurance, and yeah. is that for someone who doesn't put five percent down, or how does that work? If if you're, you know, most people think you need to have twenty percent down to get a mortgage. That is still the biggest misconception in our business that there is. You only need five five percent down for the lowest conventional loan, and three and a half percent down for an FHA loan. Okay. Now, as you increment up 
to the 20% mark, you have what's called private mortgage insurance. And all that is, is that the bank is saying, look, hey, you're putting 5% down. We want to be covered for 20%. So we're going to hire an insurance company to cover that extra 15% so that if you default, we're still in at 80%. That's how it works. Now you pay for that. The consumer pays for sure. that. So it might be 120, 130 bucks, 140 dollars. Once you get to 20% equity though, it disappears. Do most people escrow their taxes? In other words, they put it in their mortgage. Almost always. Yeah. And some people yeah, old school where they're always. say, you know what, I'm just gonna get my checkbook out. Try to say, be disciplined, I'll save for this, I'll write a big check out. Yeah, and, and you know, reason people did that years ago is when savings were at three percent. When you have savings at point zero one two five percent, your models are just budget. And, and and have it go out in your monthly payment. Because you saving that 6000 a year in taxes in an account thinking you're making a ton of money, and you sit there and you go, oh, wow, I made $0.10. Cents. You know what yeah, I mean? it's, yeah. not, it's so exciting not, about that. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, very yeah. good. <laughs> 610, we're talking real estate, Bill. What a fascinating subject right now here it on is. Feedback. 610-374-8800-888-4010459. Brad Weissman is our guest. You're taking on new clients. Yes, of course. How do our listeners get in touch with you, Brad? What's the best way? Um, I mean, I think uh, probably my email address, brad at bradweisman.com. Oh, there it is. There's the song. I did it prematurely. That's all right. That's go, to right. The break. go ahead. Give me your information. Brad at bradweisman.com. Then it's W-E-I-S-M-A-N. Yeah, this now is this the I one. remember. This See, is I, it. Because at the time, he had separate lives. He had a bunch he of them. He also had, baby, you and me, we got a groovy kind of love. Oh, he had yeah. all those like mellow. That's a great song. This but is a great this song. This is what you sang on the This is what I sang, and I won with this song, yes. All right, as we go to break, 610-374-8800-888-4010459. We're going to come back, and I'm going to ask Brad about home inspections. What about radon? You hear radon, about radon yeah. inspections? And All kinds of stuff. Those things, especially here in Berks County. Is that something with the soil? Is there limestone or something? Yeah, we have. It's, it's actually the shale. It's is it the, the shale? shale? The rocks uh, allow it to come up through. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to have more with Brad. And again, if you have a question or comment about this incredible real estate market, and I use that in a good sense, Bill. I mean, come on now, under 3%. And I've got a question about the condo market for him. Ooh, that'll be good, too. And we're going to take a break. We'll have more feedback. We're talking with Brad Weissman, realtor from Keller Williams Platinum Real Estate and Why I'm Missing. And you're also a big Billy Joel fan. How many times have you seen Billy Joel in concert? Oh, my gosh. My wife and well, my wife's family uh, has bought tickets for Billy John. Billy John. That was pretty cool. <laughs> there you go. You like that little mix like there? That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got a group yeah, together called together. Billy John. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like um, that would be good, right? Billy Joel, we've seen him at Madison Square Gardens probably, I'm going to say, seven or eight times. Oh, we were supposed wow. to go see him again in April, but this thing called COVID uh, put a little damper on that. Um, but we do have tickets now because that got canceled for 2022. Oh, wow. well, yeah. really? For yeah, 20, 2022. I'm hoping. What month? Is I mean, that? the guy's in his 60s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm starting to get a little nervous. No, I mean, you know, what here. happens? I'm yeah, hoping yeah, he's still yeah, here. Yeah. Still you know? singing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But he he sounds better than ever. He really yeah, he does. Really, he has the record of the most consecutive sellouts at Madison Square Gardens. Yep, absolutely. And Bill, as I understand it, Billy Joel will continue to play that gig. As long as he sells out. But the first concert that he doesn't sell out, that's the last one. Wow. And he's done. Yep. I mean, yeah. he's done so many great shows oh, over the years. Yes. Uh, and he's doing one almost every month. When it, when Before COVID, he was doing one almost every month wow. at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's incredible. All right, wow. we're talking about this incredible seller's market, but yeah. you're giving good advice for home buyers. And again, all the lines open, 610-374-8800-888-4010459. To recap, you're telling everyone, have pre-approval, all your ducks in a row before looking at homes, use a local lender, 
And now let's talk about home inspections. What do we need to know? What are buyers doing right now during this amazing market, Brad? Good question, Mike. Good question. Um, the the home inspections, you know, over the past twenty years, no, I shouldn't say twenty years, fifteen years, let's say, have been pretty much a staple of every every agreement. I used to say to uh, my sellers, by the way, ninety nine point nine percent of the people are going to have the house inspected, so we might want to take care of some of these things ahead of time, just so it doesn't get seen as something terrible. Um, that has changed in the past year. I'd say yeah, it's probably about a year now where we started getting a couple agreements here and there where the buyer was trying to be competitive and say, hey, you know what? We're going to buy your house and we're not going to ask for inspections. So we would get that and be like, wow, okay, this is interesting. You know, this probably isn't a trend. This is just a a freak thing. Yeah. So so what happened then is is all of a sudden now this has become the norm. And I got to tell you, as as representing buyers and sellers, when I represent a buyer, I let them know very clearly that this is not the best thing in the world to do. Okay, uh, because you're get you're going into a home, and and you know we can walk through it and we can look at things, but you're not really digging in when you don't get a home inspection. You got to remember, home inspectors out there not to make the house look great. They're playing devil's advocate. They're there to go, oh, my gosh, did you look at this? Did you look at this? This looks like it's going, you know. So, you know, not that we always loved getting those reports, but, you know, it, it's the reality. And now there's none of that. So what I've been saying to my buyer clients is, you know, it costs about four to $500 to, to get a, a, an inspection on a house. What you might want to think about is take that money that you were going to spend on the inspection, since we're using that to get the home and be competitive, use it on buying a, a one-year warranty. Because um, a one-year warranty is going to cover your HVAC, your plumbing, your electrical. They're not going to cover the roof. That's the one thing they won't cover. But all your main components, your main money-grabbing components are going to be covered for one year with a $100 deductible. Okay, oh, so wow. so here's my thing. Oh, that's if, if, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. So what's nice about that is that yes, you're taking risk, but you're really limiting your risk in that first year. Right. Because the first year is the rough year. If you if you move in, if you've you've used every single dollar you have, and now all of a sudden the heating system goes, you're in a, you're in a position. I mean, yeah. I can tell you to call Comfort Pro and they'll come and help you, but sure. you know, otherwise- You know that else? guy. I know that guy, yeah. He, he has a lot to do with how I got in real estate. That's the guy I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it's it's something that I would definitely consider as a buyer. If you're going to remove those, those inspections, look into buying a warranty. An inspection is different than an appraisal. Absolutely. When do you need to get an appraisal? The appraisal is going to happen if you're getting financing. If you're getting financing, um, the bank is the one that wants the appraisal uh, more so than anybody because the bank wants to make sure that if you're buying a house for 200000 that it's worth 200000 because they're coming to the table with the majority of the money. You're coming with 5%, right? And they're coming with the other 95%. So they're very, very um, – they have a lot of a buy-in there of making sure that it appraises. So that's what the appraisal is for. They just come through and make sure it's worth what it's worth. I know we've had some crazy weather, Bill, over the last 5, 10 years. You remember Tropical Storm Lee? Oh, yes, I do. It was that 2011? And uh, people had water in their basement, oh. even if they lived on a mountain. They're not even close to a creek or a river or whatever. And I'm thinking of these home inspections. So that you can see where the line was. They had a foot of water in their basement. Yeah. Is that something that the buyer has to disclose to the seller? The seller has to disclose to the buyer, you mean? 
I mean, yeah, the cellar. The other way around. Sorry, the other way. I just, I just, I just had a Boston cream here, so my blood sugar's getting blown away. Yeah. By the way, is that why I'm drooling watching you? Watching you eat the Boston cream? Is it rude to eat a donut in front of the guest? I can't get my eyes off that thing. It's sitting. Andy offered you one during the break. I was hoping you would just wolf it, and not that I have to sit here and look at it. Well, it's hard to talk and eat. Anyways, the buyer and the seller, the seller and the buyer. So yeah, it. The, the the lack of inspections does not alleviate now he's eating. The lack of inspections does not alleviate disclosure. Okay. So just because a buyer's not getting inspections, it's not like, aha, gotcha. Right. You know, that's not the point. You still have to do full disclosure. So you're still filling the seller still has to fill fill out an eleven page seller's disclosure statement that says everything you know about the property that has happened, has been fixed, and is now what's going on right now. And do you have, let's say, like a Rolodex or a whole bunch of people that professionals? You're dating yourself, by the way. I know, yeah. but I still. What do you say though? Besides I know, Rolodex, you, right? You don't say BlackBerry anymore because no, those are that's, dated. That's dated too. Yeah. Your smartphone, but but yeah. let's say a radon remediator. Yeah. Someone who does the carpets. Someone who does the painting. What do you do for recommendations? We have people for all that. I got a guy. Isn't that what they used to say? I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, you, you just let you talk to me. I got a guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, we got we got people for all that. And, and, and you know, we build really good relationships there, too. And if I'm going to hand out a name, I can tell you that I believe that that person's trustworthy, has is insured, is licensed, and all that stuff. So, so yes, we do. We have lists for radon. We have lists for carpet cleaning. We have lists for HVAC. We have lists for plumbing. You you name it. I got somebody for it. Um, and then we have guys that just do. You know, the big ones are actually uh, mold. Uh, any kind of stucco right now is is stucco is the big one. If you go over into Spring Ridge right now, you'll see there's there's a lot of construction going on. Well, it's not construction; it's deconstruction. They're oh, taking wow. they're taking the stucco off of most of those townhouses over there, and they're now transferring it to over to siding, vinyl siding. Wow. You know, because it's funny. At the end of the day, people used to think stucco was this big great thing to have, and it looks great. And if it's done right, it's wonderful. Right. If it's not done right, you're better off having vinyl siding. It really, you really are, because there's a lot of mold issues. Over in Spring Ridge, there's been uh, people that have tore off the stucco, and basically the what they've found is this: the two-by-fours are completely rotted, oh and there's mold everywhere. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's $40,000, $50,000 worth of work to do on, on something like that. So, you know, that's that's where the inspections part, if it's a stucco home, I got it. I'm just going to say this to anybody out there that's listening. If you have a home you're buying with stucco on it, and I'm not trying to scare people, but please don't waive that inspection. Get a stucco inspection done. That is something that could be fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars of work. Yeah, that's we're not talking, and that's no warranty that's covering that. Bill, you have a condominium yeah, question. Yeah, since he mentioned. And that. it's covered with stucco. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm chick. He's here all week. Is that why he Two just threw up? He just, he just lost his lunch. I, know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was watching him eat that. Uh, the Boston whatever cream. That is, I have one bite left. See, even it has the Halloween colors see, on the Brad, top. See, Brad, now you know what us producers <laughs> go I'll tell you what. You go through show. a lot. I'll tell you. <laughs> go ahead, Bill. But uh, we've been talking about how good a market it is for single homes. How about those of us who have condos? Just as good. Really? Obviously, it's location, location. You know, there's usually three locations there, but um, it's location. I mean, you know, wherever you are, you're going to, you're right now, if you own real estate, it's increasing. Oh, okay. It's increasing. Here, I thought you'd I, say I just almost, the opposite. I thought you'd say that no, condo actually, the are opposite. Condos are, condos are doing well. I mean, wow. yeah, because it, 
we, you have to understand, we have a major, major housing shortage in this country right now. You know, and if you look at why, it all makes sense. We went through 2008, which you you mentioned earlier. We all remember 2008. It right. was not a good time for my wallet. So 2008 happened. Well, what happened during 2008 is new construction completely came to a halt. And it didn't ever really get back to where it was, especially in Berks County. We're we're the worst when it comes to supply um, because most of the builders either A, went out of business or they're just not building as much anymore. Plus, so, on top of that, aren't we like number one in farmland preservation? I mean, yes, there's a we lot. Are. Of, don't, yeah. don't get me started there. But no, a, no, but yeah. I mean, I agree with farmland preservation. We need it. That's wonderful. We don't want everything to be houses. But, you know, what we've what I found is Berks County what I've heard is one of the, actually preserved more than most of the counties in the state. Um, so we have a lot of land that can't be used now. And what's happening is it drives the prices up. It's right, supply and demand. Right. So, um, yeah, so what I was going to say, that the country, what I've heard from Gary Keller, who is uh, the, the owner of Keller Williams, he said that we are at around a 2.5 to 2.6 million deficit on homes in the country. 2.6 wow. million homes. That means, because what's happening is when that happened, we didn't stop having babies. Okay, so when you stop making new homes, there's only so many to go around and you're and our population is growing either through immigration or through through us having kids. I mean, I had two kids since then, you know, yeah, so it's my right. fault, actually. It's definitely <laughs> my fault. Yeah. To that. So we're actually we're less two homes in the whole country right now. <laughs> but no, so it's it's um that's what happened. And, and, and until we can get new construction back up and running again, full bore, we're going to see prices keep escalating. All right. You mentioned condominiums. What about 55 plus communities? Are we seeing an increase in that or is it staying about the same? I'd say it's staying about the same. You'd be surprised how many 55 plusers get into that type of neighborhood and then move out because they don't like it. So it's not what they thought. I sold and I'm not busting on them. They're they're great. And and if you if you want to be in a more quiet, more serene where you don't see your neighbors and you know that kind of thing, that's that's all good. But I had recently a guy that that actually moved from one that he was in up in um actually two from the same community up in Wimmelsdorf. And they moved both these guys moved out because they said there's it's like you live in a cemetery. There's nobody there. Oh, yeah. There's nobody there. It's quiet. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he said, I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. And it's interesting, right? Well, did you get to the point where you say, I don't want to shovel the snow. I don't want to mow the grass. And you right. were talking about condos. Right. When did you say, hey, it's time to downsize? Because you remember, was it the McMansions? Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was a, a trend? Yeah, absolutely. So McMansions. that went away. Yep. And now all of a sudden, well, there's so many different options you have today, Brad, yeah. in real estate right here in Berks County. Oh, there's a ton of options. We have condos. We have townhouses. We have, you know, there's a ton. We just don't have enough. Yeah, that's really what it comes. And first floor living is is at a premium because ranchers. Yeah, anything with first floor living is, which would be mostly a rancher. We don't have a lot of those around here, and so and and with an aging population, especially Berks County, that's something that's coming into play. I mean, when you look in your crystal ball, you'll eventually will. I left it in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see us ever going back, or is this going to be a long term uh, situation we're dealing with the shortage? I think analysis. at the at the best case, I'd say five years. Okay. Because then here's why: if we if we as a county or as a state start realizing that we need to start building again, it's going to take about three to four years from the time you realize that till you can put a, a shovel in the ground. And that's just bec- that's just the way it is. Uh, there's EPA, there's D- DEP, there's there's all these things we have to pass through to get to put a shovel in the ground to order in order to build a house. And whether you like that or not, it doesn't matter. It's just the way it is. So there's a lot of red tape, a lot of bureaucracy. 
it takes time. So once I know the Werner Farm, I remember Walter Grath telling me this when I built my house at the at the Werner Farm, and I represented him for ten years. And he said to me, "It took four years to get Werner Farm to build the first house. Oh, From wow. the time he bought that yes. piece of farmland to the time he started his model home was four years." Wow. You know, you know Brad, I I see that a lot of new home constructions that go up. You look at the uh, selling price, yeah, and they're they're around three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. What young people who are just starting out, is this a market for them or, or, or should they stay away from buying a home at this point? What, what, what's your advice? Uh, yeah, it's tough for young people right now. And that's the ones that are they're having a tough time because the prices are going up. You're getting less for the, your, your money. And new construction is at a premium right now. Um, lumber just, uh, du- well, two by fours just doubled, like from what I heard over the past 30 days. They're now oh. at $7.50 a two by four or something crazy like that. Wow. Um, now, don't take my stuff as details, but I'm, I'm ra- rounding right. things off, right, okay? Right. I can just see getting a call. Hey, you didn't say the right thing. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, that's what's happening. I mean, new construction's up there. All right, we got to take our final break. Yeah. Let's give out your contact information okay. again. How do our listeners get a hold of you? Your email, your website, is there yeah. a phone number? What do you want to give out? Bradwiseman.com is my website. My email is brad at bradwiseman.com. You can even call me myself, 484-256-5836. It's Keller Williams Platinum Realty. And let's give that cell number one more time, please. 484-256-5836. get the connection here billy joel yeah. moving out because you're buying a home you're moving love it can we just love listen it. to a, just a few seconds here of your podcast yeah sure this is yesterday that, that's that's billy joel right yeah, there that, that's billy joel here we <laughs> so go is this it right seeing? here here's the other one that yeah I, i've been you know there's always yeah this is me and up. justin the appraisals where are appraisals going mm-hmm. right now you know we are we seeing any issues with those or do you think that's kind of calmed down a little bit absolutely calmed down and i'll tell you it the a true fact is in that is I just actually, I think it was one of yours. It, it got an appraisal waiver. Justin Perella, he's with the mortgage company. Yes. But you have a full studio. I wanted yeah. to play that because you have a full studio yeah. right there at your office. Tell us about Keller Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keller Williams. Obviously, we started in uh, November third of two thousand seventeen. It was me and Susan uh, McFadden, and uh, we are just we're, we're so excited so happy so grateful and where things have gone uh we're the only keller williams franchise in the county and uh we are now we started at number 14 in the county three years ago and as of november 3rd of this year coming up really soon we are the number two real estate company in the county Woohoo! congratulations yeah, so, raise the roof yeah yeah we're very excited very <laughs> excited so i i, I i'm I'm humbled by it. It's, it's, it's a great thing, and, and I have great partners. We now have Mark Chackness uh, is part of our team, too. So the three of us are running that company and having a great time. Well-deserved. Saran is in Chester County. Hi, Saran. Happy Friday. Say hello to Brad Weissman. Hello, Brad. Good morning, and happy Friday to you, too. Hi. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> What's yes, your question? Okay, my question is, um, my grandson lives with me, and I'm thinking of selling my house to him. Mm-hmm. Is this a good time for him to buy? He's a first-time buyer. Mm-hmm. Is this a good time for me to sell and a good time for him to buy? 
it's a great time for you to sell and it's a great time for him to buy because he knows the person he's buying it from. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if he goes, if he goes out into the market and just wants to purchase, it might take him a while to find something. The nice thing about a, you know, this type of a transaction is there's a couple of things. If he's, if he's your grandson, he doesn't have to pay transfer tax when he purchases the property. So whatever the property's worth, it'd be 1% of the property value that he'd be saving in transfer tax. And also you, because buyer and seller don't have to pay if it's a, if it's, if it's close family. Um, the other thing, I mean, one of the things he wanted, he would want to do right away, whether he's buying your house or buying anybody else's house is go is talk to a lender. Uh, Justin Perella from the mortgage company, who, who is, is somebody that I suggest, uh, he can help you out. In fact, they have a, an online, uh, application that you can do. Uh, so you don't have to go anywhere. And, and basically you go online, you click on this link, you fill out all the information, they get back to you with an approval or not, or not approval. Okay. Um, and if he doesn't get approved right away, I always say to people, it's never that you can't, you, that you'll never be able to buy. You just can't buy right now. So if something happens where he is not able to buy, that's okay. You can work on your credit. You can work on your work history. You can work on all those things so that you're buying at some point in the future. So you can, you can someday be a home buyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that help you? Yes, it does. It gives me something to talk to him about. And uh, I'm just trying to keep the house in the family. And he yeah. loves the house. He's, he's lived here for seven years with him. Oh, that's great. He and his family, his uh, two kids and his wife, and they love the house, too. And uh, so I'm just trying to, and plus, it would take the responsibility off of me. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, one other thing, too, if if there's a little bit of a weirdness of what to sell it for, you can hire uh, an appraiser to come in. So that way you have an outside opinion, and it's not his opinion, it's not your opinion. It's the opinion of a third-party person that you pay to come in and actually put the value of the property on there. And then if you want to give him a discount from that value, you can. Okay. Good luck, Saran. Okay, thank you very much. You give me a lot of food for thought. And have a good weekend. You too. You do the same. And give him a call. So one, we have one final minute. Okay. What's the takeaway here? This is not your mom's and dad's housing market. Yeah, it's not your mom and dad's housing market. So, you know, just be careful when you are going to purchase and you're a buyer. Uh, it, I, you know, I love my parents. I, I always listen to their advice, but there's certain times where you need to listen to the advice of the professional that's, that you're working with. If you're going to get knee surgery, I'm pretty sure you're not going to listen to your mom and dad's advice on that. Right. Um, so same thing with buying a house. Go, you got to listen to your realtor, trust in your realtor, uh, because they're going to give you the advice that matters in this market right now. Your mom and dad might have bought 10 years ago or 20 years ago or even five years ago, and they're going to tell you, oh, you never pay full price. And we hear that a lot. I have a lot of buyers that have lost homes because they listen to somebody else right. instead of the realtor. So and get pre approved. Get pre approved. Yeah, absolutely. And they, our listeners can do that through you, all, get all yeah, the information. You can, you can call me. You can, you can email me. Go to my uh, Facebook page, my personal page. You can find Brad Wiseman on Facebook anywhere. Real yeah, estate, what's the you podcast? Know, Real Estate and You. Just search it on Facebook. Just search on Facebook, and you can always you know, message me through there. And I'll, phone I'll number and website one more time, my friend. 484-256-5836 is my phone number. My email address is brad at bradwiseman.com. Make sure you use W-E-I-S-M-A-N. Brad, great to see you. Great Good job. Good to see you too, man. Come back Thank again. You. I will. I absolutely will.